Welcome to Magic and Mayhem Podcast. I'm Leslie Johnston. This is episode seven. It's a madcap trip recap. Hi, Jake. How's it going? Good. How are you? Good. How are you doing? Man, I'm great. Pretty good, too. Good. Yeah. So how was your October? Well, it was good. I feel like I did a lot of the things that I really love to do in October. We watched a lot of scary movies. But I'm really new to the scary movie movie genre. You've been into them, though. Yeah. You've been having fun with it, which yes. is kind of fun. I watched a new one this year. It was called Halloween 3. The Season of the Witch. One of my childhood movies that, you know, you hadn't seen, so we had to get you into. You had to see it. It's a great one. I'm a, I'm a silver shamrock convert. I forever uh, want yeah. uh, everyone to buy uh, silver shamrock masks and... Then get their heads exploded. Turning into w- wicked snakes and stuff to bite their parents. Yeah, so, their heads didn't really explode, huh? Yeah. They, they just kind of turned into kind of ghoulish. Gross. Bugs and snakes. Yeah, it was kind of weird. Halloween 3 is not the Michael Myers. No. So it's very unique in the Halloween series. So it's kind of fun to watch. It was kind of really um, cheesy, but I liked yeah. it. And then we carved a pumpkin because I wanted to keep Sam away this year. Of course. I wanted to keep him happy. Yeah. That cute little weirdo with the, I don't know, what does he have, like a gunny sack head? Yeah, gunny sack head. What is that shit that's going on (laughs) in his head? I know, it's freaky. Yeah. But yeah, if you you don't know what we're talking about, you should watch Trick or Treat, the movie. Yes. It's one of our, it has become over the last at, at least, you know, three, four years, four years. Um, and every Halloween tradition. Yeah, it's kind of become a comfort movie. Yeah, now that you know it, it is. You know, and you know Sam. You just need to, you need to carve a jack o' lantern. You need yep. to keep him lit. Absolutely. You need to keep your Halloween traditions. You need to feed the kids candy. Yep. You're good to go, and you won't get murdered by Sam. <laughs> so, it's always fun. It's really all you need. <laughs> We haven't really said what we're doing. Oh, well, we're just doing a little Halloween trip recap. This is a little bit different because we're just going to do a trip recap. And it's not a, be a, not a play-by-play. Just the the highlights of the magic and the highlights of the mayhem. Yeah, I mean, we don't need to do a play-by-play. Um, so we just decided to hit some highlights, magic and mayhem. I think this is where we're going with it. We tried something new this year. We decided to go to Universal Halloween Horror Nights. So one was a lot of fun. The only way to do it is with the express pass. That it's like a dumb. lot of extra dollars to get mm-hmm. the express pass. Mm-hmm. But come on. Yeah. So the average wait time per haunted house was between 90 and 110 minutes. Too long. And we were walking straight to the front of the line. What was your favorite haunted house? Ooh. Well, my favorite haunted house was actually not a house. It was an experience. It was the terror tram. Well, that's where we're going to totally agree. Because even though the movie Nope wasn't really my thing, this was a Jordan Peele mashup with us and Nope. But then it also had... Yes. You walked through like the junkyard with the crazy guys that had... Chainsaw chainsaws. Yeah. And then you walked past the motel, the Bates Motel. Yeah. So that was, was really cool. It was really cool. It had some it had some jump scares in there. Well, I didn't know we were getting off the tram. I kind of thought we were going to go like on the tram through the back lot and they were going to turn like the back lot into Jup- Jupiter's claim from Nope. Right. But that is not at all what happened. No, they got it. They kicked us off the tram and it was so much fun. It really was cool. And they they remade Jupiter's claim, which they did a great job. Us characters in there were amazing. Yeah, they were spooky. I have some pretty great photos of them. Yeah, yeah. they were great. And we got some pictures with um, Norman Bates. Oh, yeah. That was fun. He was a real creep. <laughs> and I, I'm going to agree with you that um, if we're talking about the entire experience, my favorite thing is the Terror Tram. I loved it. I did, too. I also really liked the Halloween house. I did, too. Like the movie Halloween. 
It was a little short. It could have been longer. Yeah, we both agreed on that. But they did cover like the bases as far as like the different scenes. You know, and they did a great job with it because when you remember the scenes in the original Halloween, how they remade them into movie quality sets, and then you went through them as a haunted house, I think they did a good job. Yeah, it was fun. And the actors were were really entertaining. And it was spooky. It was freaky. Yeah. Oh, Freaky was a good one, too. I, I was going to throw that out there. I was going to wait wait till you got done. But I, my favorite one was was the Freaky and the... The Black, black phone. phone. Yeah, yeah, the Black Phone slash Freaky um, Haunted House was my favorite haunted house. I had kind of forgotten the mashup. Yeah. It was a mashup? Yeah, it was. Well, they did Freaky, and then you went through the Black Phone. Okay, I'm going to say one of my favorite haunted house scenes we've seen was when you walked into the room. And it was the remake of him sitting in the chair. With oh, the mask yeah. On, with his shirt off. And they had that person in the kitchen. In the kitchen. Yeah. With his shirt off. And it's just so real. You, yeah. And it was creepy, gross. right? <laughs> and you're like, run. Yeah. yeah, it was weird. But that was cool. That was that was really cool. Really that was cool. an enter- that was entertaining, but it may be a one and done for me. Definitely I would not go without an express pass. And that's yeah, an investment. It is. It was a lot of money. But we both You agreed. probably don't even know how much money it was, which doesn't even matter. No. We went with our good friend. And this trip was kind of all planned around our good friend. We've been talking about doing a trip like this for several years. Right. And you then are. this just happened to be the year that it made sense to do it. Mm-hmm. And we put it all together and it all worked out beautifully. But really this Halloween Horror Nights was for her. You know, it really was. She's the one who told us we needed to do it. And I'm glad we did it. It was so much fun. And she and I made the executive decision that we needed the Express Pass. And it was great. Express Pass. It was a great decision because at 90 to 110 minutes, I don't think we would have gone on more than two, maybe three. Yeah. So, but all in all, I'd say it was a fun experience. It was. It was fun. If you're looking for the jump scare, it's there. Of course, another thing that we did was we went to Disneyland. Of course. For Halloween time. Yeah, we, we transferred to the Disneyland Hotel. And again, this time, you booked the concierge level. I did. It worked out great, actually, to have the concierge. And one of the advantages, I would say, was that the CMs up there, the cast members, are amazing. And they helped us book a special reservation table at the Lamplight Lounge. Yeah, because we... When we were going there, we wanted to book the office. Yeah, and it's it's for generally bigger parties. And we had a party of five, so that's not a very big party. No. But we thought, well... Let's try to get it. Yeah. So we asked the concierge if she could help us, and she ended up not being able to book the office for us. It was already booked. Yeah, they they were hosting a party of 12 at the same time. As our lamplight reservation. Because we already had like an advanced dining reservation. And that's important, by the way. Advanced dining reservations, you got to have them. So Um, we weren't asking them to book us a reservation. We were just asking them to try to help us get a... A good table. Particular table. But she did surprise us with Mm -hmm. being able to sit at the cars table. Yeah. We didn't even know about the cars table. So it was really fun. Yeah, It it was fun. And it's where all those Luxo balls are. If you've been to Lamplight mm-hmm. Lounge, mm-hmm. when you come down the staircase, you see that wall, that window, and there's all those Luxo balls. Mm-hmm. It's the table that's on the other side of those. Right, and it's got all of these cars in and the table. It's a booth, actually yeah. in the table under glass. It's mm-hmm. really cool. It's mm-hmm. really a mm-hmm. really cool fun. And I guess that's some sort of replica of the Pixar campus. I'm not sure. Yeah, it's really fun. I've heard something like that. Yeah. It's, it's just fun. But those are some of the fun things that the concierge can do at Disneyland Hotel. They can help you book, you know, dining reservations, specialty types of things. So, you know, yeah, just ask. Well, and another thing that I love about it is that it's just a quiet, nice place to unwind. It is. You, you know, in the morning, when you get up in the morning, you can go have breakfast there. You know, they have snacks during the day. It's out of the crowds. Um, there's always a place to sit. Well, there was one day we were coming back from the parks and it became inferno depths of hell hot between like 10 and noon. 
Oh, it was like 92 degrees. It went it from like... Insane. I don't know. The day before it was only like 72 or something. In late October, which is yeah. just... I mean, it gets hot down there. Yeah, but and we've talked. Hot. I feel like we talk about this every time. It's so hot. But this went depths of hell. And we hoofed it back to the hotel, went straight to the club, and yeah. sat down. And Robert was there. Oh, and by the way, Robert's one of our, one of our favorite CMs. He is. He's so sweet and so kind and so f- genuine... And just happy to be there, happy to help. And he made our friend Dory, he made her an iced latte or something. Said it's his specialty, so she couldn't pass him up. And yeah, and he'll make you, you know, whatever they've got, whatever whatever he can make, right? They're limited. They don't have a bar, by the way. They have well, they have beer, wine, wine, champagne, coffee drinks, soda drinks. Yeah. So he's there to help, and he's really helpful. And But we just took a load off, and it was so nice, and we just look out over the parks and have a drink. And so it's just really nice. Yeah, it is nice to just get out of the crowds. Um, get, And you're not paying for anything when you're, while you're up there, by the way. You're getting all Oh, these, you pay for it. Oh, you do with your room. So Robert, our favorite cast member that's up at the lounge... This is a testament to how sweet and kind he is. So there was this mom up there, and she had a son who was probably maybe like 11 or 12. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, 12, yeah. And he was just hanging out, and she was getting all these snacks and heading down to the pool, and she left the son up there. Yeah, she just left her kid there. And she said, you guys can hang out with him for a while. We were the only other people up there at the time. Which is fine. I mean, the, he was actually a very nice kid. He was, but it was kind of like odd. And he was like, oh, Robert, what can I do to help you? And Robert put him to work. and He gave him some, some gloves. Yeah, gloves and cleaning like, towels and cleaning solutions. He and cleaning he was the like railings. Cleaning the backs of the chairs. <laughs> and Robert actually sat down at our table and <laughs> yeah. saying, okay, great. We've got this kid to wait on us now. <laughs> it was kind of funny. It was great. It was a lot of fun. And he, man, he just entertained. He made the, he made the best of it. Yeah, he did. <laughs> I was like, you are like a true saint. Yeah. Robert. Yeah. It was great. You know, some one of the th- other things, you know, we, we love the Disneyland Hotel. We're just say about the magic, because we're still on magic, guys. I mean, we're just... Yeah, we're just magic. hitting the magic points here. Yeah, the magic part of the Disneyland Hotel that we love. You know, I mean, we love, you know, hit the pool in the afternoon, one, one afternoon, uh, before we went over to Oogie Boogie. It's always a good time just to relax at the pool. They have good pool service. Uh, when we were at the concierge, of course, we'd go up and get, get drinks and bring them down, which is kind of nice to do. Because uh, you're not paying for drinks down at, at the pool. You know, it was a little loud, and that's because the DVC was being built. The DVC tower. Well, the funny part was, Jake, is that we had a perfectly fine spot. Mm-hmm. We did. You and I were kind of in the sun, and then we reserved a lounge chair for Dory that was in the shade under an umbrella. And you wanted to, like, hoof it all the way over there, past the slides, <laughs> take all of our stuff with us, and like park it like right by where they were doing the construction. Well, sometimes I always think the grass is greener, but I understand it's not. I really do. Because you're like, do you really want to go up there? That's how loud it is. I'm like, oh, you're right. You're totally right. You're totally right. Well, I went and checked it out. Yeah. I did a, a decibel level check. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, no, absolutely not. Because it was it was. We loud. have a wonderful spot over here. It was like an oasis. It was beautiful. Yeah, it was a little more crowded. I mean, it was more crowded because nobody wanted to be over there by the noise. I know, I know. And then when you got up there, you're right. The decibel levels were louder, and therefore that's why it was less crowded. But then we did go back and do the, the big monorail water slide. You've, if you're staying at the Disneyland Hotel and you're going to the Disneyland pool, you've got to go do the water slide. Okay, right. Another magic moment that I just thought of yeah. was that we were in line for the monorail water slide, and it was all adults. I loved that because last yes. time we did it, we were the only adults among a bunch of kids and they were totally like... Giving us the stink eye. Yeah, they were. They totally gave us the stink eye. They 
Like, what are like, you guys doing on our water slide? Mm, you, you guys are what? just taking up space. Yeah. But this time it was just all like, it was all these dudes. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> they were like convention dudes. It was yeah, great. They were there for a convention. <laughs> it was great. It was fun. You know, but you get, if you're going to stay at a great pool with a great water slide, why not do the water slide? Definitely. I didn't do the little one, just the big one. Yeah, just the big one. Go big or go home. That's right. And then we ate at Trader Sam's. That bar is one of my favorites. It's so fun. The ambiance mm-hmm. and the all the the kitsch that's around. And, you know, I love the bartenders. They put on a show. Okay, if you order a shipwreck, which is what I order because mm-hmm. it's a bourbon drink, right? Right. I order it with makers. They have the ship going off and you hear shipwreck and then they spray the audience with water yeah the squirt bottles the squirt bottle. shipwreck. Shipwreck. Ah, ah, ah. yeah yeah and then they have the people with the lava drink i don't remember what, it, what, it, what it's called and then, i don't know what they're all called but a lot of the specialty drinks have a little show yeah and i was trying to explain this to zach our son and his girlfriend laurel and they weren't really sure what i was talking about by a show i was like and then they do like a show when people ordered drinks and they yeah. were like, what is this? What is she talking about? Is this like yeah. animated, like yeah. little things? No, like what's like, happening? It's built into the, um, the ambiance, right? Like, so the, the, the paintings are like, not the paintings, but the, you know, the art. Yeah. The yeah. Is, some, is there's a painting that and all does, of a sudden lava yeah. comes down the painting area. Or yeah. The, and then like the ship, there's like this, like ship on the shipwreck and it's flashes. Like there's and the lights flash and, like, and yeah. they ring bells and yeah, different fun. things. And, the kids, Zach and Laurel, then they told me not too long ago that that was their favorite meal and um, experience for dining of the whole trip. And that's funny because we did some great dining experiences. I know. We did some fantastic dining experiences, in fact, because we had Dory with us and we wanted to do them. But I think it was because Trader Sam's is so unique. It is so unique. And you know what? The food, I had the ramen. It was fantastic. The experience is fun. Um, Trader Sam's is great, and you got to get a reservation. So there you go. Yeah, definitely get a reservation. But it's a really great. It's a it's a great time. So that was a few of the magic moments about the Disneyland hotel. Yeah, because every time we go to the Disneyland hotel, we have magic moments. And but this now, time we had a little more mayhem than some of the other times, specifically at the hotel. We did. So we're gonna hit don't don't mayhem. This was very minor. On our check-in day, we checked in at like 11 o'clock because mm-hmm. we had just left Universal. Mm-hmm. We Ubered down. We put our, checked our luggage in, bell service. The bell service. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Bell service. You checked in at the front desk mm-hmm. and we never got a text that our room was ready. Yeah, you're supposed to get a text when your room is ready. Never got one. We were still at the park and we're like, what is going on with our room? And so. Well, we kind of wanted to freshen up and like. Yeah. And then come back to the park. So we had to go back to the hotel. We had to go, go to the back front to the front desk. desk. Actually, yeah, we went back to the front desk. Said we never got a text, and they were like, "Oh, your room's been ready. You should have already gotten a text." Well, we didn't. Nothing. Then they put us um, in. Well, we got up to our room, and yeah. we're at we're at concierge level, so Which I would expect that these would be nicer rooms. You would, but they're not. You're paying a lot more for them. <laughs> You're just really paying for Robert. You are. You're just paying for Robert, the cast member. Robert and that sweet lady, like Kiki or something, who helped us with the the lamplight cars table. That's what you are paying for. And being able to take drinks and stick them in your backpack and go into the the park. You're paying for all that. But you're not paying for it. Your rooms should still be very nice. But it's not. I mean, I'm not saying it's not. It's just. Well, ours was not. It's not. Uh, We had. I, I would describe it as the smallest king hotel room at Disneyland Hotel. It was extremely beat up. Yeah. It was the room that the Disneyland Hotel forgot. Yeah. Maintenance forgot it. Yeah. It wasn't dirty. No. No, no, no. It, it was wasn't dirty. just beat up. So we were a little annoyed. Especially mm-hmm. how, how small it was. But we were like, whatever. We're not in the room that much. And when we're here, a lot of the times we want to be at concierge level. Mm-hmm. We're at the pool. So one time we were coming back to our room. And the maintenance guys were in the in the hallway. And they were working on the room across the hall. 
And they had this industrial cart that was, I mean, we're talking Mad Max beyond the Thunderdome full of stuff. <laughs> right? I mean, it had all kinds of stuff on that cart. It was like industrial-sized Drano. Giant snakes for drains. Yeah, like plumbing snakes. Plumbing snakes. To clear, like, drains. It had some giant, like, equipment. It was intense. And we were like, whoa, what's going on, guys? It looked like they were, like, definitely attending to an, an incident. They were. So an we issue. were like, whoa. And they were like, well, you know, they just kind of played it off. We walked into our hotel room and whatever. But I did suspect something was going down at that point. Yeah. I, I, I thought it was isolated to that room. Obviously not, as we found out later. It was sus. It's very sus. Red sus. You think it was red sus even? Oh, it was total red sus. Oh, God. But then the sink in our bathroom got clogged. Yeah, well, it had been draining like slowly. Kind of slowly. The entire time we were there. Like, So this was a room that, remember, the Disneyland Hotel forgot. And so we were, it had been draining slowly the whole time. And then all of a sudden it just stopped really draining that much. And it was really slow, slow. I was pretty grossed out about it. Yeah. And, and then we, I'm I'm like way more sensitive to stuff. And I was thinking, we paid so much for this room. I was a little bit upset, but you were just like, don't worry about it. Yeah, it's just a slow draining sink. We won't worry about it. Don't worry about it. But then the next day. Yeah. After we had been in the parks for like all morning. Yeah, we, we like to come back and. Which relax. we had a great day in the park. Oh, yeah. We really did. But we got back, we were relaxing, we were watching Beetlejuice, mm-hmm. and Beetlejuice jinxed our room, I think. <laughs> yeah, you could say, <laughs> I guess you could say that, that Beetlejuice <laughs> jinxed our room. But, you know, that's when, that's when shit went down. Well, or it didn't go down, I'm not sure. Oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> Things didn't go down the drain. So, we showered, we got kind of going. Well, you showered, so... Yeah. I'm just going to call this the brown water incident. Yeah, there was brown water. So it was time for us to get showered, Mm -hmm. get ready, and get back to the parks. Yeah. We had a dinner reservation. Uh Uh-huh. And you went into the bathroom, and I heard a double flush. Yes. Which I was like, oh, hope he's okay. It's a double flush. These just weren't going down like they're supposed to. Um, not because of me, by the way. I'm just throwing that out there. It was just because of the, the plumbing. And then I came into the bathroom, but I kind of paused because the water was brown in the toilet. Yeah. And you're like, um, is there still a problem in here? And I'm like, no, I swear. There's not a problem. The water was brown. And so... So then I flushed the toilet... And then the water came back brown again. Right. So so basically, we were having issues with the hotel room. Well, the hotel room was taking issue with so us. So Leslie's like... It was Beetlejuice. Right, right. So she's going, um, hello, I'm paying a lot for this room, da-da-da-da-da. So she goes into the shower. By the time Which she, I don't know. I questioned if I should even get in the shower. Right, right. Because I was like, is it brown out of the shower? But I'm going to say kudos to me because by the time you got out of the shower... I had arranged a new room. I'm going to say this. By the time she got in the shower, she got out and we had packed, had a new room and got to the new room. It was an hour. We were really fast. I don't know. Yeah. It was some amazing quick turnaround. Mm-hmm. I did sacrifice my get ready time. And I told you this. I yeah. said, I would rather be in a room with working plumbing right. than try to look really fancy and put together for my evening in the park. So we went from the Adventureland Tower to the Fantasyland Tower. They gave us a one-bedroom suite. They kind of, they, they hooked us up. By the way, we got over there. The water wasn't brown. It was really nice. We got out of the, the funky room. The, the forgotten room. Yeah. That forgotten room. I don't even know what number it was, but it's on the very far end away from like. <laughs> on the 10th floor. It was the yeah. worst. Yeah. Um, we, we were only there for one more night, so it wasn't really a time to really totally enjoy it, but it no, was, it was, but nice it was to enough to in. like have a clogged sink and brown water in the toilet that we deserved a better room. Yeah. So 
let's refocus Mm -hmm. and talk about the magic. Sure. The magic of our park visits. Well, so we had um, a total of three days in the parks, including one Oogie Boogie Day. Right. Oogie Boogie Bash. So as far as a trip recap magical time in the park, we had a great time. We To start out, the I guess the magic portion of this episode, uh, we did early entry. Um, we, if you're staying at a Disneyland hotel, you know, resort, which would be the three, the three hotels at Disneyland, you got in the park early. And you get to go to only two of the lands, which would be Tomorrowland and Fantasyland. And it was only 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. 30 minutes. That's but it. it made a huge difference in my day. Yeah. It really did. It was empty. It was totally empty. I have several pictures that have Disneyland with no people. I know. And um, the first thing we went on was Space Mountain. And literally, it was a walk-on. Yeah, it was a total We walk-on. could not have gotten to the attraction faster than we could have walked. Yeah. We walked straight in, walked straight on the ride. Sat down, rode it, and got off. I'm going to throw the, the, the next big thing, and this is kind of Leslie's deal, so I'm going to let her take it over. But I'm going to throw it out there. One of the things we got to in that first half hour, we were the first in line for the Storybook Canal. Well, we were. So what happened... <laughs> Is we well, there wasn't much open in Tomorrowland. Obviously, there isn't much there, and so we walked over to Fantasyland, thinking we could jump on Alice in Wonderland, but that wasn't going to be opening till eight, when the park opened. Right. So, I looked at Storybook Canals, and they weren't open in either. So we went around the corner, and Toads was open. So we, we decided to jump on Toads, yeah. which is great. Yeah. Then we got off of Toads, and I said, this is probably my, my one and only chance to be the first on to the Storybook Canal boat. So at that point, I'm like, so what's the big deal? And by the way, I'm not a huge fan of the Storybooks. He so kind of hates them. I'm not a big fan at all. But, which, even after you wrote it again, you're not a big fan? And you didn't even have to stand in line? Okay, I've been on this earth for 49 and a half years. No one's going to convince me I love the storybook lands. Okay? And I, you know, I love you, but not going to happen. And here's the deal, is that the worst thing I hate about it is the line. But we didn't have to stand in line. Oh, contraire, Mofrere. We did stand in line because we had to wait for it to open. But you said the reason you hate the line is that there's kids hanging on the rails no, no, and no, you're no, in that no. little tiny, I totally like, zigzag Let's go line. past this and let's hit the magic. Well, I'm just like trying to say, are you sure you didn't like it even after you got to just get on? I enjoyed it a little bit. Okay. I really, okay. I actually, once you get on the ride, it's cute. It's cute and relaxing. It's relaxing, but it's not something I want to spend my day doing. Okay. Well, how about like 10 minutes of your day? Okay. Okay. Yes. So we were the first in at 8 a.m. when they opened Mm -hmm. and... Special thing about it is that the first person on gets to sign this book. I don't really know the history of how they got to be having a book, <laughs> but Leslie Johnston, Magic and Mayhem, was the first one to sign on this particular date. And then my Jake and Dory got to sign as well. That's right. It's for your party. And it's, you know, it's many people's bucket list unless they got to. Get us on, and we signed. I pretty much thought that the only way I would ever, ever, ever get to do this, I would have to go on a solo trip, and I would basically have to run there. <laughs> but, you no, know, we pulled it off because we had the early hour. Yes, early it wasn't hour, even an hour. hour. It was a half an hour. Right, and we pulled we it off. We got in two attractions and then waited at Storybooks. Yeah, so we went to Space Mountain. We, we did Mr. Toads, waited at Storybook. They opened it. Eight o'clock and boom, we were on. (laughs) That was magic for me. It was was an amazing moment. It was actually really cool. It was very exciting when you're signing the book. It was really cool. And it was quick loading onto Uh the boat. We had great people that were with us. Mm -hmm. It It was was very nice. It was it was really cool. So one of the things that I think that was really magical about this trip is that it was a trip that we did with a friend. For a friend. 
Yeah, I, I I totally agree. I mean, we had fun. We had fun planning it. A lot of fun planning it. Yeah, and we've been talking with this friend, you know, Dory, to plan this forever. We would call her sometimes and be like, so what are the absolute must-dos? And so a lot of it was by design. Yeah, this trip was very by design. We um, had been planning this trip for for multiple years with Dory saying, hey, we're going to... We want to take you to Disneyland. We want to do things that you want to do, but do it our way so that because we feel that we can design a trip that is perfect for you. And and, and I think we did a great job. Well, she had so much fun and we had so much fun. And one of the things that we did with Dory that I don't think we had ever done was Fantasyland at night. We had done it once. I'm had just we? gonna throw it there. Okay, yes, okay, yes, yes. Okay. And that's what that's what gave me the idea because I was like, let's make Oga reservations at nine to ten o'clock. And you gotta remember, sometimes we like to close down the park sometimes at Oga's, but sometimes we like to have drinks at Oga's and then go do some rides afterwards. Right. Uh, we'd had nine, ten reservations at Oga's. We went in, had some drinks at the bar at Oga's, and then went out and did Fantasyland at night, which is a great time to do Fantasyland. Yeah, it was super fun. It wasn't as crowded. We got in all the dark rides, mm-hmm. except for Alice. That was plaguing us that night. It was. The crazy thing was, is I mean, the scariest, you know, villain of all time is on Pinocchio, obviously. Oh, yeah. And we had been had a lot of discussion about that. What's his name? Oh, my gosh. Stromboli? Yeah, yeah Stromboli. <laughs> is that his name, Stromboli? Yeah, it, is, it is, it is. No, it's Stromboli. <laughs> and because he's the worst... Disney villain ever created. Yeah. Well, he child traffics. Yeah. Child trafficking. He takes them to a place called Pleasure Island, gives them their their most deep pleasures, candy and soda, turns them into donkeys and then sells them to the salt mines. What kind of worst child trafficking nightmare villain could you ask for? It's crazy. Well, which is an it's it's a very scary ride. It is. I mean, if you actually think about what you're going through. Well, yeah, it's pretty dark in there. I mean, seriously. Yeah. You know, and then Monstro, like, creeps out of the dark. And oh, it's so Pinocchio. scary. So we did that, and that was all after um, we went to Oga's. So this this trip by design was really kind of fun. And that was part of the magic of it. We did hit up um, Blue Bayou. We talked about wanting to get reservations on our last episode, I think. Was it the last one? Yeah. They or the one up, before yeah. that yeah, yeah, yeah. where uh, we were trying to get the Mouse Watcher We did end thing, up getting good And we had a push and we got a good reservation. And, and that was one of her bucket lists. She had never gone to Blue Bayou. We got we got her to go to Blue so Bayou. So fun. And there was a we had a party of five and we sat on the water, which was unique for a party of five, I think. Mm-hmm. It was fun. And it was really fun. Another fun thing was going into Haunted Mansion with her, even though it was the overlay with Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah, which um, we all love Tim Burton, so yeah, and Dory's a huge fan sad. of Tim Burton. It's not so, yeah. sad, but it was kind of sad that we didn't have the traditional yeah, on our trip. The Tim Burton overlay is a twenty-something year tradition, right? So you can't well, be sad about that. It's done so well. It's done so well, and Tim. Burton does the, the the movie Nightmare Nightmare Before Christmas is so well done. Dory loves that movie. We like that movie. Um, I actually so. don't know if Dory loves that movie, and we love that movie. I don't think any of us love that movie. Really? No, but we do love Tim Burton. And well, I'm a huge yeah. But we all have our Tim Burton favorites. Yeah, should we share our Tim Burton favorites? Okay, go. Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Ooh, Sleepy Hollow. Nice. I know. We know that about it. They're like totally opposites. (laughs) So, you know, I'm always a fan of Sleepy Hollow. She's always a fan of Pee-wee's Big Adventure. Yeah, it's it's one of those things. In fact, on Halloween night, you know, Dory and her family came over. And what movie were we watching? Sleepy Hollow. Of course, Sleepy Hollow on Halloween. And they were all dressed as Johnny Depp characters. They Imagine. Were. I know. Fabulous. We had Edward Scissorhands. We had uh, Jack Sparrow. Willy Wonka. We had Crybaby. Yeah, Crybaby was Dory. Um, Willy- the Mad Hatter. The Mad Hatter and Willy Wonka. Oh, yeah. Willy Wonka. Curry. Curry yeah, was yeah, Willy yeah. Wonka. Yeah, so. Oh, you could have been, been Ichabod. <laughs> It's good. It was fun. It was great. And it was, it's, a, you know, 
we we have our favorites. And if you don't know Leslie, she loves Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Well, I just love Pee Wee Herman in and, general. Yeah, and she was Pee Wee Herman one year for Halloween. It was fantastic. It was fabulous. I'm gonna bring that back next year. I think. Yeah. You know, I just have to do a quick uh, slim down to fit into the suit. <laughs> Just five, ten pounds, maybe. Well, yeah, we always think that. Well, no, the suit is telling me that. I tried it on this year, and oh. I was like, ooh, a little much. Oh. A little too much, yeah. See, I much. need to get more buff so I can be darkness, and you can be dark lily. Oh, no, that's too complicated. Have you seen Tim Curry getting the makeup on for well, darkness? I know. It's intense, dude. Yeah. For those of you who don't know what we're talking about, I'm a big fan of the, the movie Legend. You know, love the character. All right. Speaking of costumes, you really went with a simple one again this year. I know, because we went to Oogie Boogie, Mm -hmm. and I did it again. Oops, I did it again. (laughs) And I was Mr. Schmee again. Again, very popular. Yeah, with the cast members. Cast members always love Mr. Schmee. Well, plus with the other people that are dressed as Mr. Schmee. Yeah, because you're always like Schmee. There was a lot of Schmees going around. You know, you know, yeah, you're doing a, you're doing Schmee, you're yelling at people. It's great. It's a fun costume to have. But Leslie had a fantastic costume. It was fun. I was Darla from Finding Nemo, and I feel like I was a big hit. You were a big hit because there's Darla's not a common costume. No, and I did all the details. But you did it fantastic with the ponytails. Yeah, the headgear. Yeah, I had headgear, sweater, the rock and roll girl sweater, my little Catholic girl skirt, which was kind of kind of high with high white Me, socks. Yeah, high white socks and my Mary Janes, my little pink backpack. Yeah, she got some looks from the guys. I know. I think they weren't sure what I was going for, but they liked it. Well, I did too. Well, you know, it was the headgear that did it for you, right? <laughs> That's how it goes. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, no, it's it was it, they were great. Um, it was a fun costume. Yeah, we had uh, our and son then was Zach Kronk. was Kronk, and he was amazing uh, because what's that guy's name? Patrick. I don't know his last name, but you know Patrick that does the the pre flight on Soren. Yeah, Soren. But Zach does a great voice. But that's him, <laughs> and his name is Patrick in real life. But I don't know his last name. Zach could do that voice, and it was great mm-hmm. as Kronk. And, and Laura was Cusco. Yeah, then his girlfriend was Cusco, the emperor. And, and then people were, you they know. They were they adorable. Were, yeah, and they were throwing, getting thrown off the groove. Ernesto de la Cruz. Mm. We were walking through Ernesto's treat yeah, trail. Yeah, that's right. That's right. I know you. And he said, don't be throwing me off my groove. Yeah, which is awesome. It was amazing. <laughs> it was so cool. <laughs> and uh, Dory was Cruella. Yep, Dory did a little Cruella. And one of the cast members that was passing out candy on the treat trail said, I'm not going to give you candy. You kill puppies. <laughs> <laughs> Which is great. It's fantastic. <laughs> fantastic. So, Cookie Boogie, we always have a lot of fun. Oh, and by the way, we had a um, picture. Yeah. With Bruno. Oh, we can talk about Bruno now. We, we can talk about Bruno. Oh, nice. He was a very nice character. He mm-hmm. talked to us. Because we can talk about Bruno. Well, yeah. Fun. And it didn't feel like such a secret. Yeah, he wasn't hiding. Oh, it's very nice. Yeah, it was cool. Another kind of the highlight of the trip um, that we love is uh, the train. We th- we've thrown this out on previous episodes. But we got into the park, and I've had a hard time tra- tracking down Topo Chico. Yeah, so they went through a period at Disneyland where there was Topo Chico madness everywhere. Yeah. Every little drink cart was selling Topos. And now I had to track down. I finally found it. We found it in uh, the the health fruit cart in Fantasyland. Yeah, the healthy options fruit cart in Fantasyland. And so I, I had to leave them and run to this fruit cart to get it. Um, I literally was running through the crowds in Fantasyland. Got the Topo Chico, and of course, you know, we get the train booze we bring into the park. Get our Topo Chico, get our churros. We got the churros. Dory and I got the churros mm-hmm. and the popcorn. We pro- procured the supplies. Jake ran, bashed over a bunch of, like, strollers and oh. <laughs> stuff, getting to and from. 
But we met at the um, Toontown train station. station. Yep. We do our train around the, the park. And uh, we have our Topo Chico's with vodka and our churros. It's kind of a tradition. It is. And we like to do the, the Grand Circle Tour. Mm-hmm. We which do. means go all the way around. Mm-hmm. But we were starting in the, in the right. very back, back of the park. And we were done for the day. Yeah, it was the very end of the day. We had had a glorious day. And we're jumping around in our trip, mind you. We're just yeah. like hitting the highlights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As this we is, remember that. Yeah, this is not chronological, by the way. No, so this would be a very strange trip. So, but anyways, we, we were kind of done for the for the day. And we were all kind of tired. And But so once we got on the train and we started like chugging around, it was just so nice. Chugging and we in had multiple our, ways. Yeah. Yeah. It was... <laughs> I was enjoying my Topo Chico. Me too. I was and, not chugging. And I was just churro. enjoying. And yeah. I had my popcorn. And we got to a certain point and Dory said, you know what I think sounds like a fabulous idea? We, we are going to get off at Main Street after the full. So we we're going to do one and a half. Yeah. One and a half circuits around the park. Right. She said, let's get off in Tomorrowland and get on the monorail. Take the monorail back to the Disneyland Hotel. Which turned out to be a fantastic idea. And it was perfect. Mm-hmm. It really was. Which we really had to plan out because sometimes the monorail closes early in the evenings and then it closes when it's too hot outside. They close that sucker down. Okay. Earlier in the day, it was the day that it was really hot. Dory said, why don't we just book on over to the monorail and jump on it and then get back to our hotel did and we got there and it was closed down and me being the inquiring mind i was like what's happening and i talked to like a custodial guy and he said now i'm not sure how much truth there is to this but he said well they have a real problem because there's no windows in the cockpit and there's no air conditioning in the cockpit of the monorail and so they have to shut it down when it gets more than 80 degrees. And I don't know if that means 80 degrees in the cockpit of the monorail yeah, he said it was or 80 in, degrees ambient temperature outside. He said it was 80 in the cockpit. I get it. Like, they don't want their CM bacon in there. Well, it's kind of, it is. It's like a little convection oven, I think. They need to install maybe a window? Or like a little AC unit? Here's the deal. And this is where, you know, you... You total Disneyland nerd, no more than I do. The Mark V, Mark VI, whatever it is. Yeah. Right? They need AC in it. Well, I think they definitely have AC in Florida, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because it's like too swampy there. But in Disneyland, they need some AC. Well, and theirs are so small. Yeah, but especially the the driver. Well, yeah. And it gets so hot even in the regular cars, and they have the windows fully down. Yeah. So we learned that bit of trivia, which we didn't know before. And then we had the pure magic moment, getting off at night, mm-hmm. getting on the monorail, and we like were looking out over the submarines, and it was so pretty as we waited. Then we got on our own monorail train car, headed back to Disneyland Hotel via Downtown Disney. Yeah. I think the next thing we wanted to mention was our Alice in Wonderland ride. Oh. Now, was this magic or was this mayhem? Because I kind of think it's both. I'm going to say it was probably mostly just mayhem. <laughs> yeah, but when any time... So what happened was the ride broke down. Well, yeah, but we had... Okay, so Alice in Wonderland. Dory really wanted to go on it. Mm-hmm. Great. Yes. Of course. You know, you haven't been to Disneyland in like 100 years. She's not that old, but you know. Yeah. She's no vampire, but go. You want to go on... All the Fantasyland rides, because that's your biggest like thing you love about Disneyland. Okay, of course you can't miss Alice. We had already tried twice to get mm-hmm. on. Finally, it's the evening. On the last night there, I think. Mm. Yeah, it was before we went on um, the train. train. Yeah, so this was our last evening there. We finally get on. We go all the way through the ride. And we are at, there's two swinging doors at the end. It's right when like you go outside by the Matterhorn. Yeah, when you and go outside the and then you're going to go on the track that mm-hmm. winds you back down. And it breaks down. Yeah. Which it just stops. To me is somewhat magical because everybody loves to break down on a ride in Disneyland. Sure. 
<laughs> but then we were just stuck there. Right, which is mayhem. And so what do they do? They have to evacuate us. Yeah, we had the ride evac <laughs> on one of the dumbest rides to get evac'd from. Right, and the funny thing is, is like when people think, why does this mayhem stuff happen to you guys? I don't know. Why? I don't know why it happens. Don't you think we're just paying attention more, though? Well, no, because how many people have seen the back end, literal back end of Alice in Wonderland ride? I don't know. I I mean, probably a lot, (laughs) but I have a video and I'm going to post it because it's funny. It was dirty and stunk back there. Like grease. And (laughs) yeah, there was like a caterpillar and then a bunch of like lockers and drinks and a bunch of nuts and bolts. Yeah, like all these these trays with nuts and bolts where they definitely had to do a lot of repairs to this ride. Yeah, the, the backstage of Alice in Wonderland. <laughs> then you go through this back alley area and down this weird sketchy staircase. And then it spits you out like where the, I guess where the cast members go. But it spits you out over by the bathrooms. The king and queen bathrooms. Yeah. And we had to walk through where the track is. And I was trying to like do a little video on the down low. And like I kept almost like biffing out i'm like be careful of your ankles oh yeah i had rolled my ankles let's not even talk about that but anyways it was really fun i mean it was total mayhem walking through the back end it was kind of a long way we had to walk out through this little cast member area and through the back end of of alice in wonderland which was really really fun i was asking the cast member that was leading us out i said is it so hot in here because we're over toads where toad goes to hell Because I've heard that, like, those rides share a building. And she's like, I don't know. Yeah. Like, she was annoyed. But it was really hot. It's so hot in that area. Yeah, it was really hot. Let us know, super fans, about that. Because that it was really hot in there. And we'll post that video. Mm -hmm. So you can see how silly it was in the backstage of Alice. Yeah. Okay, here's another thing I need to mention as mayhem. We had a very nice dinner planned for Carthay Circle. And we had never been to Carthay Circle before. No, no, and we yeah. made a reservation for all five of us. Laurel, Zach's girlfriend, has um, some food allergies. And they're very serious food allergies. Yes, and she has to have her food prepared separately. Well, yeah, because it's a food allergy. But she works in a kitchen. Like, she understands, like, how to do it on the back end, working in a kitchen. And... I felt like everywhere in Disneyland is pretty good about food allergies. They have separate menus. They will send out the chef to like talk to you. We did that not, was not the case in Carthay Circle. Which is so weird because it's one of the, <laughs> or is supposed to be one of the nicest restaurants at right? the Disneyland Resort. Because we sit down resort. at 6.30 and normally they turn tables pretty well there. And you expect to eat, get back into the park. And that's great when you're at Disneyland Park to, for them to turn tables pretty well. Some people get annoyed if you're like at a place you want to stay at a long time. But but at Disneyland, no, you want to get back into the park. You need to get back into the action. Yeah, you're like an hour, hour and 15. Yeah, we were there for a long time. Over two hours. It almost seemed like after we had ordered, I mean, I don't know what happened, but our food just took a long time. I think they waited until the whole rest of the restaurant had their food cooked to then then clean a prep station, clean cooking area, and do Laurel's food. I don't know. It took a long time. This was the night that we moved hotel rooms, and the concierge level had called Carthay Circle because we were worried about being late. Yeah, and they they had said that, you know, we'll see what we can do to get you a better table because of what Disneyland Hotel did with the brown water. Oh, right. Right? (laughs) So they got us in this back room. I don't know what it was called. Yeah, it was kind of like a side room. It was cool. It was was nice. Yeah, it was really nice and relaxing. There was a, a few other tables in there. And mm-hmm. I watched a party of eight get seated after us, all order, eat, and leave before we even got our food. Yeah, and I mean, don't get me wrong, we were having cocktails. Well, we were enjoying ourselves. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and it was comfortable, and it was good company, right. and we were enjoying ourselves. We had a lot of laughs, you know, we had a lot of fun. 
So it was it was a fun dinner experience because we had a lot of fun and we had a lot to talk about. So it was, you know, we had a good time, but it took a really long time. But it was definitely an extended stay. One of the funny things, um, Dory ordered a, a drink called the Aviator or something like that. And it tasted like, I'm going to throw this out there, bug spray. Some sort of bug spray. And Dory actually was the one that said, this tastes like bug spray. You taste this? So I grabbed her drink and tasted it. And it was bug spray. It was a gin drink, right? Yeah. It was green. It was really pretty. Oh, it was a pretty drink. Tastes like bug spray. She told the the server, and she got something different. No big deal. So, but Laurel was safe. She had good food. She did. She had a nice entree. She had a nice appetizer. It was all good. Yeah. So, anyways, that's we had a great trip. I think it was fun overall. I mean, that's some highlights of some magic and some mayhem. Oh, there is one funny thing that happened on the way home on the airplane. Oh yeah. Yeah, the lampshade incident. It's worth mentioning. So (laughs) we flew out of Long Beach. The plane that flies to Salt Lake City, where we live, is a small plane. Well, we got on, we loaded on, and in the first class area, which isn't really separated from the rest of the plane, because it's such a small plane, on the left-hand side, there was a couple in the bulkhead, and they both had these lampshades in between their legs. Okay. Okay, lampshade couple. Cool. I don't know what's <laughs> happening there. Because usually at bulkhead seating, they don't allow you to have anything at your feet. Yeah. You have to put everything in so the overhead all compartment. All of a sudden, the flight attendants were trying to find a place to put these lampshades. And they're coming back to, you know, in the back area by us looking for places to put them. And everybody's like making a big joke about it. Yeah, so everyone in our section was like, oh my God, what's the story with these lampshades? <laughs> Where did they get these lampshades? And I said, they probably came from Target. And this other guy said, oh, no, TJ Maxx. <laughs> well, we are also a little nervous. Are we going to get bumped <laughs> because the lampshades need our seats? So what we found out was also that the, the flight attendants were just flabbergasted by the lampshades as well. Well, yeah. And somebody, another passenger, took a video of one of the flight attendants putting the lampshade on his head. <laughs> yeah. And then they shared it with us. Like, it was a whole, like, group thing. What was going on with the lampshades? Finally, they found spots for the lampshades. And they were taken care of. And when they were coming through with the drink cart, I asked about the lampshades, of course. Because, you know, I'm curious. And apparently the passengers who were flying with the lampshades, their daughter had drawn on the lampshades some really sweet messages, their little daughter, and they couldn't get rid of the lampshades. I don't know why they were traveling with them at that time, but they were really special and really important. And they kind of caused a little mayhem and a lot of laughs. Right. So moral of the story, don't travel with lampshades. Causes controversy in the plane. And a lot of laughs. And a lot of laughs. So I think that's that about wraps up. It does. Our Halloween trip 2022. You know, I'm glad you hung in there. You know, I think we'll we'll talk to you next time. So anyways. So don't forget to look for the magic. And watch out for the mayhem. Okay, guys. Bye. Bye. This episode is brought to you by Integrated Tax. When it's time to do your taxes, reach out to Integrated Tax. They've got your back. Thanks, Integrated Tax.